0: In my mind, it's not about what women can't do when they're pregnant, it's what they can do safely and effectively.
1: You're listening to the Fitness Industry Podcast, powered by Australian Fitness Network. For articles, resources, and inspiration to grow your fitness business, go to fitnessnetwork.com.au, where you can also find out how to access exclusive discounts on Phylex, the fitness industry convention. In this episode, physio, fitness instructor, and network lifetime achievement award winner Lisa Westlake discusses the rewards of safely training pregnant clients for every PT with Network's Oliver Kitchenman. Welcome, Lisa.
0: Hi, Ollie. Great to be here.
1: Lisa, you've worked in many areas of fitness during your career, but working with pre and postnatal women has become one of your areas of specialty. So, why are you so passionate about working with this group?
0: As a physiotherapist, I'm really keen to help people with various different conditions reap the benefits of exercise. And exercise during pregnancy and early motherhood has so many benefits, but They have some special needs. So it's really, really important that we design programs that suit them and their individual requirements. And it's a really beautiful area to work in.
1: Okay, so can all pregnant women exercise? And if so, to what stage of their pregnancy?
0: Almost all pregnant women can exercise. There are a few women with medical conditions such as heart disease, preeclampsia, sometimes there's a few others where their doctors will recommend that they rest up rather than exercise during their pregnancy. But for all the other women, so long as they listen to their bodies and they have a safe, sensible exercise program that's right for them and their pregnancy, they can absolutely benefit from exercising. And as far as I'm concerned, if they're following the guidelines, if they're feeling great and being sensible, they can exercise up until the day they deliver. In fact, I've had women come to my classes who are due, as in they've hit their due date, and they work a little bit harder because they're pretty keen to go into labour by that point.
1: Okay, so would PTs who are working with pregnant clients require a, a letter from the client's doctor? saying that they give them permission to exercise?
0: It's ideal that the PTs have a letter of um, okay from the doctor because it's really important that the doctor knows that that person is exercising. And, yes, it makes sure that the doctor doesn't have any concerns from a medical point of view, for sure. The other good reason why it's uh, handy for the PT to communicate with the doctor, is in the doctor knows that that PT is interested in looking after pregnant women. So the communication goes both ways.
1: Yes, that all of the important um, allied health relationship, which the uh, personal training industry can really, really use. So how can women that are pregnant tell when they've reached an appropriate level of exertion, particularly if they're used to exercising to higher levels than they will be when they're pregnant?
0: It's a great question. I recommend that most women who are exercising during pregnancy work to a level that I call mild to moderate exertion. So if a pre-pregnant woman was working out on a scale of 0 to 20 at around 16 to 18, pretty high energy, when she's pregnant... I'd rather she brought it down to around 13, 14. The reason for that is if, the, we, if we go really hard and fast with either high-impact exercise or heavy lifting, it can strain the body and the body is affected by the pregnancy. Our joints are lax, the pelvic floor is more at risk, and we also have to keep in mind that the we don't want to overheat because that's about the baby's well-being. So... Mild to moderate intensity on a scale of naught to 20, I recommend around 13, 14. And we still get a great workout but without getting really hot, exhausted, puffed or sweaty. That's hard for some women to take on if they're used to running marathons, et cetera. But we need to remind them that it's a short time in the big picture and they really should look after themselves and their baby.
1: So can every personal trainer train pregnant clients or should they gain specific qualifications, or even refer the client to a specialist?
0: I would really prefer that all fitness instructors did extra training if they want to work in this area. Pregnant women have general things to keep in mind, just the physiological changes of pregnancy. We need to know about those and how to modify. And then they can have aches and pains that some exercises will make worse. So we need to understand them to avoid causing them. Uh, So I would prefer all fitness instructors did some kind of at least one-day course and lots of reading. The fact of the matter is that pregnant women come to our gyms, they come to our health clubs, they come to our classes and they want their personal training programs. But ideally those instructors are well qualified and then they can confidently know that they are giving safe, effective training programs for those women.
1: Okay, so can you share your top tips for pregnancy programming for PTs training pregnant clients? I mean, ideally, as you say, they would have done some extra courses, but uh, the, the more advice they have, the better.
0: Sure. I think one of the most important things is that every woman and every pregnancy is different. So it's not one size fits all. We really have to understand what's going on for that woman and understand any of her aches and pains or special needs. Uh, So that means quite a lot of ongoing assessment and a bit of extra work. I would encourage PTs to, as I've already mentioned, have women work at a mild to moderate intensity. Of course, we avoid supine exercises after about 16 weeks pregnant. And I mean, there's so many things to think about, but just reminding women that modifying to maybe a less intense cardiovascular workout, maybe lighten the weights, but increase the reps. Those women who aren't keen to do that, we need to educate them that it is a short time in the big picture. But if I go back to your question, top tips, probably the most important thing is make sure they look after their pelvic floor.
1: You were instrumental in working with the Continence Foundation Australia in creating the pelvic floor first program. So can you tell me a little bit more about that?
0: That was a really, well, it still is a really exciting program. Basically, we know that one in three women who have had a baby struggle with some kind of problem with bladder or bowel control or incontinence. And uh, we believe that fitness instructors could be a fabulous group to help improve awareness and education for these women now the really important thing is and this isn't just about pregnant women it's all women and men in fact the really important thing is that exercise can play a role in that doing good pelvic floor muscle training exercises can help prevent or manage the problem and performing the wrong style of exercise for these women who are at risk can make it worse So if a woman's already vulnerable and she does high impact or wide squats or ab curls or heavy lifting, she may well make her incontinence worse. So the Pelvic Floor First project is about educating the trainers to understand how the pelvic floor works and to help prevent problems or to help manage problems if they come across a client who has them. For the pregnant woman, it's really important that trainers understand their pelvic floor is already vulnerable, not just from delivery, but also just from carrying the load of a growing baby for nine months. So we really have to include pelvic floor muscles in the training program and avoid any exercises where a woman is unable to contract her pelvic floor. So if she's breath-holding or pushing down and increasing intra-abdominal pressure, it's no good for a pregnant pelvic floor or a new mum's pelvic floor. But we just watch that all the time. We include pelvic floor muscle training and we avoid anything that is high stress on the pelvic floor.
1: Okay, fantastic. And what's the the website where trainers can find out more information about this?
0: For more information about Pelvic Floor First, uh, you can go to the Continence Foundation of Australia's website or Pelvic Floor First's website. They also have some fabulous apps that are free. Uh, I have some books and some DVDs and that is physicalbest.com. And in fact, Australian Fitness Network has a great course that I wrote for them, (laughs) Exercising for Two. So there's, there's plenty of spots to go get more information.
1: Fantastic. So are there any other areas of specific consideration that pregnant women should be aware of?
0: Well, Some pregnant women just go through pregnancy glowing and feeling fantastic and feeling like they can still exercise and do whatever they like. And that's good for them, lucky them. Other pregnant women, unfortunately, develop aches and pains. One of the most common ones is pain in the sacroiliac joints of the pelvis. And that is one that trainers really need to understand because if women have that, they need to avoid wide-based positions, single-leg loading. So, for example, step wouldn't be any good for these women. In fact, I don't recommend step for that reason, and anything twisting. So. Basically, there's a few things that can crop up, carpal tunnel syndrome, uh, gastric reflux is more common in pregnancy than pre-pregnancy. And for each of these problems, we need to understand them as trainers and then know how to give great options so that those women can continue exercising. Because in my mind, it's not about what women can't do when they're pregnant, it's what they can do safely and effectively.
1: Okay, thank you, Lisa. So, I mean, by the sounds of it, there's uh, quite a lot of considerations for PTs working with pregnant clients, but it's clearly something that you, you really believe is a very rewarding training experience.
0: Oh, it's fantastic. I just encourage people to do the training, do the work, do the courses, because then they are going to happily prescribe exercise programs for their pre- and postnatal women's, women with confidence. And it's a really wonderful, wonderful area to work in.
1: Lisa, thank you very much for speaking with Network. Thank you. For more articles, resources and inspiration to grow your fitness business, go to fitnessnetwork.com.au.